Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Black Girl Stuff. Fellas up here tonight. Call the homies up. We got Mr. Joey Bennett. Mr. Tyler LeBlanc. Y'all give it up for him. Give it up for him. Mr. Quincy. What up, everybody? Mr. 19 King. If he said, she said, we're decoding black relationships. Y'all ready? So welcome to Black Girl Stuff. We are live here at Revolt World for our very first live show. How y'all feeling, Revolt World? We're going to have us some fun. So without further ado, let's jump into our first topic. Now, we are excited to have this conversation today. We're breaking down the barriers and miscommunication with black love because it could be hard. You know, we are trying to translate and decode everything that we've been wrongly programmed with. Okay, so we got to figure it out together. Let's check out this clip about gender roles. Let's see what Gabrielle Union had to say. It's weird to say I'm head of household because in this household, we split everything 50-50 but in the other households that each of us have to support, it puts this, there's always this like gorilla on your back that is like, you better work, you better work, you better work. And it's hard. So let's get into it, y'all. What do you think the financial breakdown looks like in a modern day relationship? You know, this is not our traditional grandma, grandpa, relationships or world anymore so what should the financial breakdown look like today i feel like no matter what in relationships there has to be a middle ground that we have to meet somewhere you know and i feel like whether that's financially there has to be there has to be literally a balance you have to create that though the balance is not going to just create itself once y'all you know get together and i feel like that's kind of where it lies for real it's just like i agree with that you know i feel like every relationship, every dynamic is different. You know what I'm saying? And it's really unique to what the situation is. The ideal role is for a man to be the provider because then she ain't even gonna really treat you like a man. You go half, she gonna treat you half, right? And I believe that's probably what Gabrielle Union getting to. Tyler, you wanna weigh in before my ladies join in? No, I mean- We gonna get it spicy now. (laughs) I mean, I feel that, I feel, you know, to piggyback on what, uh, what y'all was talking about, like, you know, there has to be a balance, right? First of all, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, well, I don't want to say a fan. I, I, I believe in, um, you know, gender roles, if you will. I don't got no problem, you know, uh, protecting and taking care of my household and you doing what you're supposed to do, you know, uh, with, with your role. Uh, but again, that's unique to my relationship. So I feel like, um, you know, whatever balance works for you, uh, works for you. I, I, I really don't like getting into what everybody else is doing because it messes up my household. 
You know what I'm saying? So definitely everybody out there, take it all with a grain of salt. You know what I'm saying? Definitely definitely take heed to what we're talking about, but, you know, do what works for you. But let's let's be real though, okay? Because I feel like a lot of Come men, on, <laughs> I feel like a lot of men and women too really approach this, you know, fifty-fifty uh, household not in a growth mindset. You start out, you saying I'm fifty-fifty or I'm paying hundred percent of the bills. That's how it's going to be until the day we break up, until the day we die, and that's the problem. I think people don't really take into the fact that life be life in, <laughs> and things happen, and one day you may be on top in terms of being able to cover the bills fully, and the next day you're not. So you need to match with someone that's equally yoked, that knows from day one, if I need to switch out, I'm able to do that without feeling some type of way, you know? Yeah, I agree. Period. And to add to that, like you said, I think as a woman, just for my own safety and financial stability, I always need to be working, making sure that I have my bread. So like you said, just in case that day comes, I can back you up. But to me, 50-50 is not about the money. It's more so like the man is the provider as far as the mortgage, the big bills, and I might buy all the groceries. I am in TJ Maxx, you know what I'm saying, making this house look like a home. I'm doing, that's my 50% that I bring because as a man, you can't really bring what I bring. You can't make this house a home like I can. You, We out of deodorant and toothpaste messing around <laughs> with you. I got everything else covered. You covered the big thing. Right, I'll be right. up under that umbrella. I was going to say to go off of... What Brie was saying, basically, like, women bring a healing energy into their homes, and I think that's super important for men to be able to rest in their women, to know that when you come home from work, I'm going to make sure that I have the house clean, I have the food cooked, I'm taking care of the kids, and that has to be something that a woman is naturally secure with for herself, because it starts with you as a woman. It's not really about your man, it's about who you are. First off, it's levels to this shit. I just want to say that. So you can't, like... I feel like just because a woman is not contributing financially to the relationship does not mean she's not contributing. Period. And it's a partnership. Once you get in a relationship, it's what you could do for him, what he could do for you. Facts. Yeah, I agree with you, Tori, on that. And, like, that's why I never really liked the whole, like, 50-50 conversation because I'm like, relationships are complicated. And sometimes it's not always 50-50, even if that's what the agreement is. Sometimes it's 60-40. Sometimes it's 80-20. Like, and Michelle talked about that, like, with Barack. She said there were years where I really had to stay down. And I saw it for our future. I saw it for us together. But doesn't mean that those times when I stayed down, like, weren't difficult. Okay, well, I don't know if y'all seen this recent clip but Tyler Perry had a lot to say about women being the head of households. Let's take a look. If that man works, you know, at whatever job mm-hmm. and is a good man and is good to you mm-hmm. and honors and honors the house and honors his wife and does what he can mm-hmm. because his his gift may not be your gift. Exactly. That is okay. Mm-hmm. That's not somebody who's beneath you. Yeah. That's somebody who came to love you at your worth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? Yes. And as long as he's secure in himself to mm-hmm. know that, yep, she makes most of the money. All I can pay is the light bill. As long as she's comfortable enough to say, I'm going to cover the mortgage and all the other stuff. You can the light bill. Baby, you can take me to dinner every now and then. Mm-hmm. That is fine. Yeah. That's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all, is that... <laughs> Right, that had the internet in the uproar. But do you think that relationship can last long term with the woman being the head of household? Joey, what you think? I think like no man truly 
is going to respect themselves after a large period of time of them not being able to provide something and bring something to the table to take care of their woman. Like, I, I agree. I feel like, you know, the roles will switch up every now and again. I think 50, 50% is something that's very unrealistic. You know what I'm saying? Every day is a different percentage. Like, yo, babe, I only got 10% today. I only got 20% today. You know what I'm saying? But the reality is that's not the case most of the time. I feel like long term, like, no woman is going to take care of a man for 10 years. And a man is not based on his, the amount of money he make. I think the equivalent to a man's value based on the amount of money he make is where you depreciate men in the first place. Right? Because we live in America. We know how hard it's been for the last century for black men to live in America. Right? Our continued fight of holding up our values and standing, right? That's our values, our morals, our character, especially in this world, right? So when it comes to that idea of, like, you know, you only respect this man if he makes the same amount of money you, that's a competition, not a partnership. And so I think at the end of the day, it's about what's the goals? What's the communication? What's necessary? Like, yeah, black women get more money and let's do something with that money. I'm cool with y'all having the paper. But I feel like, you know, just to, we're talking about black men, obviously, and I agree with a lot of what you're saying, but as a black woman, I realize, you know, it's one thing to know about the statistics in terms of like, oh, black women more educated, but then also as you reach, you climbing that corporate ladder or climbing those ladders, you're less likely to find men that are equally yoked to you. And I've heard that time and time again, but now, you know, it's one thing to hear about it, but it's another thing to feel like, wow, I'm actually living that right now. Like, I think I'm the only one here that's a single black woman, right? You know, being in these spaces where the more you're up and up and up, you're, I'm meeting less black men that are, besides y'all here, but a lot of black men that are very much like on the same pathway. So I do feel like I run into those situations a lot of times where I'm dating or I'm seeing people and then it's more so about like, okay, now that I know you can do for your own, you're kind of, you building your own house, so to speak, I'm less likely to jump into that level of not even necessarily trying to save you, but at least trying to show you that I can do it too. I find, I find myself oftentimes in positions where I have to, you know, just really Prove. inch it out of a man, or pose, like, you know, for, for, to get them the, give them the ability or give them the, the openness to say, hey, I can provide for you. I don't get that oftentimes. I think, and I think it's because I can do it for myself. Not to cut your wisdom. But I don't have a job. I only have a car, right? And I didn't finish college. So the idea that a person believes that we're somehow equal because you got a job or you got a degree and some money, I think is, that's a European idea, right? And black men truly in our spirit don't operate off Caucasian laws, right? So when it comes to our women and how we see ourselves, we're not going to go based on some capitalist view of, oh, I'm up here and you down here. Why? Because you had an opportunity I didn't or you took an opportunity or for me, I'm independent on the way that I move. My freedom is different. I can go around the planet being who I am, right? If you don't stand for what I stand for, you ain't got the same morals, values, and you don't know how to take what's in your mind and bring it out into the world and utilize your willpower and your real power, ain't no way we equally yoked, right? Because you're measuring yourself by a European system. Measure yourself by Afro-Asiatic system. Right? Measure yourself by who you are and your spirit. Now you start to tap in with each other for different reasons. Right? A lot of women have found men with money, but they had no morals. Yeah. Right? So they ain't treat them like shit. Yeah. So when you find a man that knows how to utilize his mind, now you're seeing a guy. Now he needs a woman because he got a vision. Yeah. A woman, go, she the nurturer. She go bring out that energy and help you bring that into reality. So a lot of times women settle for suckers because they got money. Right? But sometimes a real man is the one that's going to stand up for you. What is the point of that, of having a man with money, but he really a boy? 
And we got to come right back there. We'll be right back with more. He said, she said, don't go anywhere. Next up, we're talking about infidelities versus open relationships right here on Black Girl Stuff. Women have the same situation sometimes, especially when you get leaked. People always talking about gold digging women. In 2023, it's an epidemic of dudes trying to come up off women. For sure. <laughs> For sure. This doesn't just apply to men. It's, it's, it goes both ways. That's a far. People don't think both. No, they don't. Women really, in most relationships, are the breadwinners. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. y'all welcome back to black girl stuff so all right fellas we already know that most men cheat i'm sorry i don't know if all, all any we of you are part that. of that <laughs> but most men, men don't cheat do cheat i'm sorry there are some men that say that cheating is inevitable and then there are others who say that just because i cheated that doesn't mean i don't love you let's check this out my whole life i've never been faithful any of my exes watching yes i cheated on all of you and you lied to him, huh? I lied. Man, I lied so much, man, I don't even know what the truth is. <laughs> I cheated on every woman I was with. When I realized that after my last relationship, when she left me because, you know, she got tired of me cheating, then I realized to myself, I can't be faithful. Okay, so... <laughs> so he's wild. He's wild? He's wild for that. Quincy, but is it unique? How like, y'all you know? Do all men cheat, ladies? <laughs> no. Quincy, why you say that's crazy? I mean, I, he, he made it just seem like no matter what, like, I feel like it's not a no matter what yeah. situation. Mm. And I feel like he left no room for growth. <laughs> or, you know what I mean? No room That's for, bad. I guess, what we look forward to. So what are the situations that you feel like a man would actually cheat? Well, I mean, I, I have to, I got to disagree with that. Hold on. So it's like, I feel like if you're in a situation that you're not really fulfilled in, you know, it's, it's I'm not going to say it's easy, but you're not really locked in. So distractions can become a little bit more on your foresight. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, so I feel like when you lock down, I mean, it, we, can't, we can't sit here and let one situation yeah. speak for all of us in any situation. You know what I mean? I, I think that love still matters. You know what I mean? If we get lost in this conversation of what can you do for me and what can I do for you, it just, it's all transactional and it's all surface level. We're not building with each other at this point. We're just using each other. So it's like, this is where all these conversations come from. If you're living up here, then I guess you're right. You're just going on anything or whatever it is. It don't matter. Because nothing matters besides the money. Can you still be in love and cheat? If you're saying the love is not there, whatever else it happens, but can, ooh, the people think yes. <laughs> the people think yes. But what do you think? Can you still be in love and cheat? Everybody looking at me. What's going on? Guys, what's I, mean, I mean, I feel like, I mean, I feel like, listen, first of all, to each his own. I can't speak for nobody. But again, it's, 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 a, it's about like, do you like the gamble? Do you feel lucky? You know, is the risk worth the reward? And I feel like there's a, there's a certain emotional IQ that comes with it. If you're not ready to live that life, then, you, then you're going gonna, to, you know, live, live life in the, in, the, in, the, you know, in the gutter and do, do what, what gutter rats do. I mean, do you feel like social media plays a part in that? I feel like. 100%. Yeah, social media I feel like we're overstimulated. Our men, 
women are distracted, we overstimulated, everything is easy access, temptation is there, we're human, people make mistakes. Can you forgive a man if he's cheating? It's, it's a woman I follow, her name is a holistic psychologist. And she likes to break things down to the root, because we talking about the fruit of the problem, these are branches. And the root always goes down to childhood and how you perceive your parents. Mm. Right. And she was giving a breakdown on, you know, anybody, regardless if you're in love or not, if you unhealed, then you would do things right to try to conceal those wounds. Right. So you look for comfort. And a lot of times it comes from a lack of communication. It comes from your dependency styles. It comes from projecting the, the way that you view emotions and women onto your woman based on how you viewed your mom. Right, so I think a lot of it is about being healed and doing the shadow work, right? That side of yourself that you suppress that is still there that continues to come out. So I believe that anybody that's not unhealed will continue to do the same habits. But once you heal, then what you're doing is you're adding new habits on top of the old ones so that that becomes your new framework of activating. So maybe you sought comfort in somebody else, but now you communicate because you're not afraid of that conflict. Maybe that same thing that used to trigger you no longer triggers you. So we have a million and two billion podcasts talking about why a person cheats or talking about relationship issues, but nobody talks about healing and shadow work. Yeah, how do we right? prevent it or heal it? And a coach it. need therapy. What do you think, Joey? I mean, I just think that it's interesting that we are the only race having this conversation. You know, like, I feel like I speak for a lot of people when I say I'm so ready to move on from this lower vibration and to get back to building and progressing our nation. I agree, but I do want to ask everybody, because, you know, on Black Girl Stuff, we keep it all the way real. So, fellas, have y'all ever cheated? And if y'all did, like, how did y'all heal or grow past that phase in y'all life? Have you ever cheated? I have. You have? I have. Okay. And I grew up. Conversation done. Everybody nah. cheated. No, it's not. At some point in their no, life, everybody cheated. <laughs> Next. Have y'all cheated? I need all the fellas to weigh in. Not saying you did it right now in your current relationship, but being real, we have to address the problem and how we heal past it. I mean, again, when shit, when I was a knucklehead, I was running the streets. You damn right. But again, it goes back to what I was saying, though. You know, I'm in something that I'm, I'm invested in right now. You know what I'm saying? Top to bottom, all the way. I die for this shit. You know what I mean? And that's just real. This is my family I'm talking about. So it's like, you know, when you get in this space, you know, we're not, we not throwing that shit on the craps table because, again, the, the risk ain't never worth the reward once you get there. But I will say this, too, though. It's like kind of what you were talking about, Joey. It's like, you know, the, the, the conversation, even in, even in, like, you know, relationships, of course, we want to find someone, obviously. But I can definitely say that, like, you know, the, the emotional IQ I'm talking about, you know, trying to get to and being at right now, it definitely came with, um, you know, me, me me trying to figure out what I was doing here in life. You know what I'm saying? I feel like when you're on the right path and you kind of just following your purpose, your inner, you know, your, uh, your inner voice, if you will, I feel like that leads you to where you're supposed to go. No, and, I, love, um, I love, love, love that you said that, Tyler, because I feel like ultimately I think infidel infidelity, I think cheating is extremely selfish. I feel like, you know, it's taking you, you know, stopping you from not only connecting with me, but also stopping you from connecting with yourself because if you're not connected with yourself enough, you're, you're, you're not connecting with the both of us and seeing where we can grow because you're so focused on what you need in the moment. But just to really double down on this topic, because I feel like we're talking about cheating and we're immediately going to sex, right? But there's a lot of other types of cheating. Emotional cheating is a big one. So what do you think is worse? Is emotional cheating or physical cheating kind of the bigger evil, so to speak? I think that emotional cheating is the worst. Because I feel like when people emotionally cheat, 
you're connecting with a person on a mental level and you're getting in their brain. It's just different. I feel like people think that that's not cheating. But when you're in somebody's mind and you're in their spirit and you're connecting with them, non-physical contact, it's just different. Like, And it's going to lead to physical. It's only Eventually, a matter of I mean, that's the hand. next step. Yeah. For sure. It's, it's the same question, I think, for yeah. real. No, because sometimes people have physical situations, but it's like, Little wham, cheating. bam, thank you, ma'am. You still feel me? Cheating. It's still cheating. Well, I'm not saying that one is better than the other. I'm saying that, like, it's sometimes it's a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. That's cheating. And it's sometimes a, oh, I'm going to send you flowers. I'm going to buy you this. And now, uh-uh, because what, what, why? Because now you're courting this bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's different. It's an it's a intimacy. Like, when y'all feel when women cheat, we have an emotional tie to somebody. That's why men can't handle it when women cheat. You know what I'm saying? Why can't men take it when a woman cheats? Common sense. <laughs> I think it's just straight up a key. I, mean, I, 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 I mean, I think it's just common sense. You know what I mean? We don't want to share. Right? And then, you know, and I, and I get it. I mean, but you're asking why. We're not asking why is it a double standard. Right? The question is why. Right? Why nobody wants it. Right? And I don't think that it's just... It's, uh, what you're really asking is why is it a double standard on it, right? right. Well, a woman would take a man back and a, a man may not take a woman back, right? That's the real question because everybody knows why they feel a certain way once they feel betrayed, right? And so for men, we feel it different, right? Because, you know, and, and, and this conversation can go all kind of different ways, but the way you look at a womb, right, and a, 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 a woman's body, right? A man has to enter you and we just perceive that differently. Right, because we look at that as an interruption between our connection with you, right? We don't want somebody, you know, we don't want you sharing body with another person and then we going in that temple. Whether that's right or wrong or double standard is not the question, right? But men like power, right? Men don't want to share. Men want to have domain, right, over what's ours and we want to feel special about what's ours. Okay, well with that, we got more he said, she said. We're talking sex and intimacy, so stay locked for more black girl stuff on the way. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I think it's more so intimacy, too. That's what I think that it is. Because I would rather, like, when people, when I mention that, okay, I lay with women naked, and they'd be like, but it's not that, like, I crave for sex. I crave for, like, intimacy. I could lay with women naked, and I, I just need to feel. I need to feel like skin to skin. I need to feel like a woman touching me, kissing me, or just someone's company. I don't need the act of sex. I don't need the stroke. I don't need to bust a nut. I just need the woman. I just need a person. A lot of guys confuse that. Like, they don't know the difference between the two. Welcome back to Black Girl Stuff. Now, oftentimes, people confuse intimacy with sex, and it's not the same. Let's just jump right into it. What does intimacy mean to you fellas? I think intimacy is emotional connection, is intellectual, is mental stimulation, and sex is just physical. You know what I'm saying? I think that's the basic difference between the two. Intimacy definitely layered, like, multi-layer yeah. and I feel like sex is one-sided but I feel like sex could get intimate right so, like you could have sexual intimacy absolutely. with somebody but you can have sex that's just sex and you can have sex that's like supreme it's like a higher level it's Come like on, supreme it's like 
It's like, you know, you know, you ever had a sexual experience and you feel like you feel fed from it yeah. versus a sexual experience you had and you feel drained from it? Yeah. That part. That's the <laughs> I think it's inherently different. Intimacy is not something you just have with your partner, right? Intimacy is something you have in all relationships. Facts. Right, so whether it's family, whether it's friends, right, whether it's somebody that you're actually in a sexual relationship with, it's that close bond and connection, right? So, you know, sex is a completely different layer than intimacy because intimacy doesn't have to involve lust. I love that. Now, we have Kennedy Rue, one of our co-hosts that is technically a Gen Z, and I want to know what do you or how do you guys view intimacy? I feel like our age group, like, we've kind of adopted a new form of relationship which like we call like situationships and I don't know if you guys can kind of like relate to that but like it's sometimes being in almost like what looks like a relationship but you don't have that title so we're not boyfriend and girlfriend but we date exclusively we go out like whatever whatever it is but I feel like that has kind of like usurped the whole like let's be exclusive and call this boyfriend and girlfriend thing. I think for my age group. So I feel like a lot of us find ourselves like in these situations that kind of drag out longer than they should because you're not having all those conversations that you would if you were actually pursuing a relationship. Like if I was like, listen, I want to be in something serious. I want something committed. You know, these are my vetting processes for that. In a situationship, you're more so like, I'm going with the flow. So whatever happens, happens. However much time we spend is however much time we spend. But I feel like that's pretty much what our generation's kind of on. Yeah. It's crazy. It sounds, go ahead. You know, and I feel like it's exactly that. But then what we lack is like, okay, we want the same concept of the relationship and love and the marriage that we've been had since the 60s or 50s, right? But then we not talking about the change to then change with the concept of love and marriage, situationships. I think with the access of everything and as much access as we got, that's what led relationships to this situationship shit. You know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. if, if it wasn't, yeah. it'd be back to the old school. Women, what does intimacy look like for us? I think for me, it's just having that closeness, a bond. And like Key said, it's like, just, you can have it with anyone. I have intimacy with my friendships. Like, you know those moments when your homegirl calls you like, I need you right now, come over. I'll cook those meals, I'll be that friend. I'm like that backbone sometimes. Right. So I think it's just about having closeness, having community, having communication with your people, whether that's your friends or your family or your partner. Just really being in tune with your people. It doesn't have to be a physical thing. It's just like we're here in this moment, in this space, in this time together, and we're enjoying our lives and our time together. It's really a bond that you having with somebody. That's what intimacy is. It makes yeah. you feel comfortable to release. If you intimate with somebody, the sex is way better. Mm-hmm. Your health is way better. Cause y'all intimate. It's not a, just a physical transaction. It's more than that. Absolutely. And that's exactly why like, you know, for me, one night stands out of the question. I, I can't, I need to be mentally stimulated by somebody before I'm truly able to, to have that closeness. I feel like if I, if I have that intimacy, everything else is better not only just you know in terms of a friendship but also obviously relationships or where that can lead to i need to know that there's trust there and that i can really like 
depend on you. It doesn't have to be with my life or anything like that, but I know that you have a, have a you know, positive plan for me, and you don't get that from someone that you're just having sex with, and, so, and it makes the sex better. To that point, we spoke about the different levels of intimacy, right? And there are four different levels. If y'all don't know, there's physical, which is sex, obviously. That's what we talk the most about. There's mental, there's spiritual, and there's emotional. So do y'all ha- feel like you have to be able to connect on all four levels to be in love with your partner? Absolutely. You probably going to be, for the most part, you probably going to connect with people on higher planes than others, but all of them have to be there, right? Because, and that goes to like protecting as well. Like a man supposed to protect you mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and physically, right? And provide in all of those realms. So being multidimensional in that relationship and having that connection deepens it. So, and it creates that bond that makes it much harder for it to be broken, right? And I feel like on an emotional level, you know, that's when, you, you know, if you look at psychology, a lot of times when you think you're bored in a relationship, that's just because you're not used to safety in a relationship. Because we've seen our parents and we grew up in chaotic environments. So we think that love has to be chaos. So we end up creating that type of chaos, right? And so being able to connect with somebody that makes you feel safe, you also have to be able to look at that as an emotional connection as well versus, oh, it gotta be these crazy fireworks and things of that nature. Right, because then it may have you going to something that feel good, but that's not good, right? And so that spiritual connection, a lot of people are not deeply connected spiritual, but you all have to have that faith in God together, right? I feel like a woman respects a man when he does the thing that God tells him to do, right? Because then she can believe him, and then it's a way to course correct. Like, you done fell off. Don't you follow God? Didn't God tell you to do this? This is your higher spiritual Discipline. realm. Right? So, and then your woman can protect you in the spiritual world as well. We may protect you more in a physical sense, but she see those spiritual attacks against you. She see that hate that comes your way. She your third eye in the room when you're moving around. Right? So that, so that spiritual, emotional, physical, and financial connection is necessary. Okay, y'all. We getting into it. We got more he said, she said on the way. Don't go nowhere because next we getting into these labels. Situationships versus marriage and everything in between right here on Black Girl Stuff. Intimacy is really about truth. It's about being able to tell someone about your pain and past and traumas. Really being yourself around that person. Being able to truly stand in your truth. And that person's response is you're safe here with me. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. Yes, I be with that man. Yes, that man be with me. But are we together? Absolutely not. But can you talk to him? Absolutely not. Do we go together? Absolutely not. Are we together real bad? Absolutely. You know? All right, welcome back to Black Girl Stuff. Now, defining a relationship can be very difficult in this modern day and age, child. It's not like it used to be with Facebook where you could just change the status, okay? There's um, situationships and it's complicated you single or you not you know what I mean everything in between but why do y'all feel like people are so afraid to fully commit I think our generation don't trust institutions marriage is an institution 
right? And so the same way we don't trust the government, that same connection is how we start to feel about marriages and things that come from old institutions, right? So we're a generation that wants to tear down everything, right? We want to get rid of labels. We want to get rid of roles. The problem is we're not always qualified to build what we tear down. Right, and so now we are in that rebuilding phase that is saying that how do we redefine what a relationship is in modern day, right? So you're getting rid of labels and then at some point in time during this transition phase, we have to put a label back on it that we believe fits and makes sense. And then you have to look back at the science and psychology that's connected to why we had roles and labels in the first place. These institutions were built off methods of success. Right? And now we're operating on feelings. So when we're not connected as a family unit, as a culture, right, we don't have morals or principles, we really don't care about the labels because the label was to connect this family with that family, right? It was supposed to nation build, but you're completely disconnected from that, right? So I think that this generation doesn't think in the future at all, right? They think in the selfish, emotional terms of, right, what do I feel and how can I rebel against everything and what makes me happy, not what makes we happy. It's not just what makes or doesn't make you happy. I think people choose not to be in labels or be in situationships, so to speak, to remain in situations that are toxic for you. If you're not labeling it, you don't know when to exit stage left or stage right because you don't really know if you're even in it. So I think there's a lot of people, you know, not, and I'm not, gonna, I'm not being preachy here because I've been in a lot of situationships myself. And I think for me, it was giving me a false sense of control. Oh, I'm not, I'm not really with this man, so the it doesn't really matter. It's, you know, it doesn't really matter what he does or do, what he doesn't do or, you know, because I can, I can do what I need to do too when really I was giving myself a false sense of control and, and guarding my heart, so to speak, while, while simultaneously breaking it. Because I'm in a situation that I know is not good for me and yet I'm there because it's not fully labeled. I know I can move in and move out and when I'm really, you know, I'm really not. And I think a lot of people these days are even to the, going even further opting to be the side chick, so to speak. It's giving you a label that you feel like you can claim when really you know you want someone that can claim you right back in public, but you're, you're opting to be the side chick to, to give yourself the false sense of control that you don't really have. I think we're allergic to accountability. That's it. Right, we never have conversations about accountability, right? We can always blame another person, but when you take ownership, you take control, and then you truly empower yourself. Mm -hmm. So I believe that if instead of we go into an age of no labels, an age of pleasure, we need to have an age of discipline and an age of accountability so we can hold each other to standards. Joey? I think there's a lot of um, selfishness and ego in our generation. I think there's a huge hyper-focus on individualism. You know what I'm saying? And I think what we are experiencing today is the long-term effects of slavery, right? Because slavery was designed to separate us as right. black man and black woman. You know what I'm saying? And we have lost the sense of value on unity and community. And there's just not enough examples of that going on. So everybody's just afraid. Everybody is scared. It's like, how do we do it, right? Like, we the generation, I feel like that came right after the highest rates of single parent homes. And now that's just being perpetuated through the culture, through the music, through the language, through the imaging and everything that we see every day. I wanted to ask, because Kennedy brought it up when she, we were talking about her generation, Gen Zs, and the, the next, even the next wave, and we talk about situationships. Who do y'all think benefits more from a situationship, men or women? Guess it depends on the situation. <laughs> Kennedy, I'll break it down. It See, that situationship title covers so much. Y'all took the lazy route, Gen Z, in creating that. You feel yeah. me? I feel like y'all could have defined it. 
Well, I think that's the, the beauty of, of it is that it is undefined. Because that's what it is. <laughs> undefined. But you know when you're saying? undefined and in these situationships, you're being intimate. When you're giving yourself to that person and maybe they aren't giving it back. Like if I'm laying down with a man and he doesn't claim me, am I really benefiting? Or am I thinking I'm playing a game that I'm really getting played in? I guess it's probably the person that cares the least. Right, or, or that y'all, person or that's both. emotionally connected, then they're not benefit. They lying to themselves because it's the only way they can have access to this connection. Nobody benefit. And we gotta come right back. That we'll be right back with more. He said, she said, don't go anywhere. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Advice I would give to young black women looking for love would be figure out what your non-negotiables are and then don't ever waver on them. And I feel like oftentimes we as black women feel like, especially when we get to a certain point in our life, we feel like we need to settle or we just feel like we need to rush to get into something because maybe we want to be married by a certain age, we want to have kids by a certain age, and I think that is not how we should view love at all. I think we need to always remember that we are the prize and set your standards high and don't ever, ever settle. All right, welcome back to Black Girl Stuff. Do y'all think that this day and age, women want to get married more than men? No. I don't think so. You don't think that women want to get married more? You think no. men do? I feel like, you know, when once we mature to a certain level, we want that. Like, we see the value in building with a woman. Like, you would never see a man say, I don't need a woman. But you see a lot of women every day say they don't need a man. And I rest my they case They don't mean there. that, though. Women are saying that because... All women want to get married. That was the end goal. We all want families as women. I think that women kind of got discouraged, like Key said. Like, we don't trust it. So it's kind of like in defense. It's like, well, we don't got to be married. We're going to get our own money. But it's not that we don't want to get married. It's just that we don't trust it. It's like we see so many people that were married getting divorces. We see all this stuff. It's like you almost got to prove to us that a man can't be faithful these days because it's almost like magic. You got to show us. Let me ask you something, though. <laughs> what, what is it exactly that you feel that women don't trust? So let me tell you. That's a good question. A woman will be in a marriage, and then a man can date younger. So as we lose our years and get older, let's say we're in a relationship for 16 years. You're in that relationship, you're getting older. This man can still go date a 23-year-old. You done lost a lot of time in your life. You done made a nest and everything. Y'all can start over a little bit easier than we can once we get older. We done wasted that time. I wouldn't say that all women want to get married. I think back to what we said is how you're raised, what you're taught in the household. And again, we are battling a lot of things that are systematic that are have been ingrained in us to oppress us so i'm gonna be completely transparent growing up in an lgbtq household with two black women i never thought about getting married i never i never cared about it because i was taught as a black from a successful black woman hey you need to be able to survive you need to be able to take care of yourself no one is coming to save you there is no man on a white horse that's coming so growing up i was taught let me get my degree let me go to let me provide for myself let me make sure i'm good regardless so being married was never even in my viewpoint until I got older. Now I'm like, well, now I want a partner. Now I want kids. I don't want to be 
a baby mother. I want a real family. So that's when it starts to kick in. So I think that, again, we are battling the things that we've been conditioned with and and wrongly programmed with. I agree, because back in the day, they was programmed that if a woman didn't get married by a certain age, she failed. Right. But we don't believe that now because we was raised, ain't nobody going to come save us. That's not the same times now. You get what I'm saying? But let's also talk about the history of it. It's not just, I feel like people are a little less likely to get married these days because it's not as much a necessity in terms of being able to just live in life. If you were a woman, let's say the 40s, 50s, and you were not married, you didn't have the house, you didn't have a job, you didn't have income to really support your lifestyle. So marriage is really the, the end all be all to be able to survive in the US, period. And nowadays, I think people are a little less likely to want to jump into marriage if being married means I'm jumping in and signing a contract for bondage because I can do it all myself. But the thing is, I think a lot of people are forgetting that, you know, it takes a partnership to truly evolve in this world, to live in this world. You need people, you need a village, and that village can be, you know, your significant other. It should be. It should start with your significant other. But if we're not seeing that in you day after day, year after year, and if you're not seeing that in me, it's, I'm less likely to say, I need to jump the broom because what am I jumping to? I'm jumping to to bondage. I'm jumping to foolishness. I'm jumping to something that I can do by myself, and now I'm kind of carrying somebody instead of us like lifting each that's other. That's if you don't vet that person. I but that's what I was gonna say in. too. You, you shouldn't vet. be marrying nobody that's gonna do you jumping into foolishness with and <laughs> yes. all that. Like you said, for the name, for the ring, for the yes. show of mm -hmm. it, or yes. for the financial security. Mm -hmm. If you can provide for yourself, and like you said, you don't have to lean on a black man for that crutch of it all, then you're not doing it just for that part of it. Energy I attracts energy too. Sorry, not to cut yeah. you off. No, you good. I was going to say energy attracts energy. So I feel like as a woman, you have to know what you're going into the relationship for. And as a man, you need to know what you're going in the relationship But let's be for. real, real quick before Keys, you jump in. And I want some of you guys to talk about it too. I think a lot of people start to misrepresent themselves from day one. And a lot of people can fake the funk for years. So you're saying not to jump into something, but you a lot of times don't even know what you're jumping to. We're saying we want to get to marriage. We want to get to the wedding, but we're not really talking about the person. A lot of times, and we hear a lot of stories, they switch after they say I do. So you can, you can like, how do you know for sure as a man, as a woman? Because I think a lot of things can be weaponized. Intimacy can be weaponized. Marriage can be weaponized. Having labels or not say having labels can be weaponized. So how do you know, truly know, that you're with someone that you're actually equally yoked with versus they playing a joke on you? Well, baby, can't nobody pretend for too long. And one thing about life, them seasons are going to reveal. Once it right. starts raining, once I go through death, once I go through financial ups and downs, once I go through real life uh -huh. stuff, life and death, I'm going to see you got to pay attention come out. to how he's handling you, how he's like approaching you and dealing with those situations with you. So Red flags red flags yeah. we gotta stop thinking it's six flags sis. it's not a ride I, 50 percent of marriages work and we never focus on what works we always focus on what don't work and then we operate from a place of trauma what's going wrong what's the red flags what's the green flags right so once we learn how to pick winners right we learn how to have unions that's based on god and something higher than self then we have a connection but at the same time you have to fight and heal with each other when the bond is based on fighting and healing with each other, right. then you have a situation where y'all growing over the years. And you can't ignore human nature because human beings will always show you who they are. It just depends on whether you're willing to ignore that because you believe that something else is worth it. Mm -hmm. But let's focus on the 50% of black marriages that work and let's That's give a fact. round of applause for all them people making That's it happen. Yep. For yep. black love, give it up for black love. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, y'all. Well, this has been a really great topic. Thank y'all so much, Quincy, Tyler, 19 Keys, Joey. Y'all have been amazing. Y'all give it up for the fellas.
Hopefully we are restoring black love out there, y'all. It's not over with. It's some all men don't cheat. All women are qualified. Okay, we gonna find we gonna restore black love in our community. Thank y'all for joining us on Black Girl Stuff. Yeah. stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's.